Hi there, my name is Desmond Thorne. As you probably know, I am the host of Adventures in Black Cinema. And um, we recorded a new episode this week that'll be out in about a month. And it features a wonderful, wonderful guest, a incredible friend of mine named Tessa Claire Hirsch, who is an actor and who honestly does everything and is just a wonderful person to have in my life and everyone's life who she's in. And um, before we got into the movie discussion, we had a discussion about uh, Breonna Taylor and everything that's going on in the country right now and honestly has been going on for quite some time. And since that episode won't be out for about a month, I wanted to put out this little 15-minute discussion that we had about everything that's happening um, separately and earlier because I found it to be a very wonderful experience to be able to have a conversation with another Black person about everything. And um, it was very healing in some ways as well. So I hope it is also helpful for y'all. So enjoy this little segment that we have here on Brianna Taylor. Welcome to Adventures in Black Cinema, your passport to black film. My name is Desmond Thorne, and I will be your host and your film aficionado for the day. And I'm very, very, very excited to welcome today's guest, Miss Tessa Claire Hirsch. Give her a big round of applause. Thank you. Thank you for privately in your own little homes putting your hands together and applauding yes, me. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, Tessa Claire Hirsch is in the house. She's not in my house. We are in our respective houses <laughs> <laughs> in this time of quarantine. So before we get into more of the show, I do want to talk about, you know, even though this episode will come out a month from now, I think it is always extremely relevant to talk about, you know, what's happening to black people in America. I mean, this is what this whole show is about in um, so many yes. ways. And I've mentioned Brianna Taylor many, many times throughout the summer. And also um, in the yes. Head of State episode talked about Daniel Cameron, who is the Attorney General of Kentucky. This is a black man. This is one that we've lost. He's He is so far gone. And it, it reminds yeah. us that, like, the black experience in terms of all this grief when we lose people, when people get murdered by the police or white people or just anybody, there's, like, a twofold grief. There's the grief of the actual event after it happens, and there's the grief after these fucking court rulings and these grand juries and these acquittals. It's just, it is the definition of injustice. It's grief upon yeah. grief upon grief and it was it's really interesting i was talking to someone earlier today that like actually some people may have had like the some people may be lucky enough to have gotten to experience what i would call clean grief where the grief and sadness of loss is just what you're experiencing but it doesn't feel unjust mm. so you just get to grieve which is a a full flowing thing and there's actually even relief in it it's a very natural human experience yeah. that when you're allowed to move through it can expand your experience of being alive and feel very 
almost good mm. because you allowed yourself to be able to go to the depths Absolutely. that that grief can take you Absolutely. to. But the problem is when something feels unjust mm-hmm. and then we twist in injustice and anger and old grief that hasn't been processed exactly. yet all twisted in it it doesn't it, it's not a smooth experience we're robbed of the the experience of Absolutely. grief because it's stuck in us because of the injustice and the anger and the old mm-hmm. pain and the PTSD and the fear that it brings up for the current moment and the anticipated fear of Absolutely. the future. So we don't just get to be present with the act of Absolutely. sadness. That is so true. I've never heard it put exactly that way, but that is that nails it right, right on the head. And, you know, it's like it's like the experience of pulling out roots when you pull a plant out and the roots just pull out versus a a root that's all twisted up and knotty and clogged and it rips up and it breaks and it stays in the soil and you can't get it out like it's and therefore the plant can't grow in a healthy way. Exactly. Yes. Right. Lord, Lord. And like. You know, we we will see what happens. I do. I remember saying this in an earlier episode when a lot of the protests started this summer, kind of um, a different feeling because we are in a place now where people people should have been had it, but now really have like the focus and yes. the wherewithal to really like fight and shit. And, you know, this is such another big part of it that I don't think a lot of people were aware of. Like the, even from jump, like the charges were never for murder. They were for um, wanton endangerment because they shot through walls. It's like none of these systems were made for us. None of them. It's the cops and they do this shit because they know the law has their fucking back. And, you know, Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. I I today today I feel Absolutely. hurt. I feel sad. I feel heaviness in Absolutely. my shoulders. I feel I feel um I feel like I want to fall on my knees and cry. Absolutely. And yet I feel like I, I don't know that I have the energy exactly to do it because I am so mm-hmm. scared to f- honestly I'm scared to feel the feelings yeah. that this brings up because I don't have the energy to keep absolutely all of this. absolutely one hundred percent one hundred percent it's overwhelm mm-hmm. it's too much and it makes and it and it it makes me not like every step of what you just said like the, there's so many moments like the audacity mm-hmm. of the crime that happened that the, this murder the audacity of that honestly it starts before that right because there was a harassment disrespect profiling ha- thing happening yeah. before yeah. she was murdered and then she was 
murdered. And then, which all of already, this is atrocious. She was murdered and mm-hmm. she was an EMT in mm-hmm. the middle of a pandemic while we're all standing outside in the evenings, clapping our hands and putting our pans and pots together to cheer on the first responders. And the whole world, we feel this magical sense of appreciation where they're doing it in Italy, they're doing it in yeah. Germany, they're doing it in New York, they're doing it in LA. We're out there applauding and clapping and, and cheering on and cheering on. And then the exact same time of the heightened appreciation for the work that Brianna was doing as an EMT, she is murdered. And that in her Mm -hmm. home where we are all in quarantine looking for safety. And we've been told by the government that the home is the place place we're supposed to be and the safe place. And as black people, the home is the place that we have been trained by our family and our life experiences that at least here, I am safe. At least here, I can get a full experience of being a human being and not have to meet other people's expectations of their racial expectations and prejudices and limitations of me. At least here in my home. And that's where she is Mm -hmm. murdered by the police. That is already too much. Already. You're so right, Mira. It's, it's, but I don't have time to grieve that because she's already on top. She's already in, I have to put her face in my Instagram grid next to a bunch of Mm -hmm. other faces. I don't like, I don't want to list names of the many unjust murders. I don't want to list them because it's a Mm -hmm. person. I don't want to be a name in a list of things. I don't want to be, I don't, I mean, I understand the value of it and I appreciate all yeah. the activists who are creating this movement and creating the hashtags and creating it. I get what we're doing, but also then it's just these, then it, it turns into this wall of like, of, of black mm-hmm. names, one more in a list. And I don't get to personally grieve this one incident that was atrocious. Absolutely. And then we enter into the legal system and we have the PTSD of all that we already know about the legal system from personal experiences of our own (coughs) lives and the other worlds out there. And and then we have the extra agony and it does hurt more that there's a black man involved in being so Uh, unjust. It uh, hurts me more. Watching him speak is just, I can't, I can't. It's terrible. It's it hurts me more because I have this especially yes. in this time. Especially yes. in this time when there's so much more uniting of blackness and so much more pride in blackness and so much more protection of blackness. We're all nodding at each other exactly. and winking and yes. smiling and being like, yes. We're here together. Yes. I got you. We're all calling each other exactly. and being like, You okay? You okay? Like I, I, there's, there was a period of time, me, who I was adopted, so I was raised by two white people. I have a lot of fluency mm-hmm. in white culture. And me, I, there, was a, there was like a few, few weeks where I was like, I don't want to talk or see yeah, the white I people felt that in too. my life. Yeah. I feel my eyes 
are only comfortable seeing people yeah. of color right now and talking to people of color. I don't, Damn, I don't yeah. care. Like, so, and then we have this man and I, uh, uh, being, uh, leading, leading yes, the injustice. Yes, literally leading the injustice. And that in itself. Yeah. And that is that in itself is a grief that I don't get to grieve because I have all of these old griefs in queue waiting for me to process. Exactly. Uh, it's so much. It's so much. And then we get to what we're September 24th and we have all this and we're still grieving RBG. Mm hmm. You know, and we're still re- grieving Ruth Bader Gates. Like we're, it, I mean, she's not even in the ground right, yet. Right. A- and that grief, and we have this, uh, like, it's terrible. And then uh, it's, uh, oh, then we get th- this, this expected, predictable, exactly. painful, painful, like not response. in any way surprising at all. Just very painful, uh, a continued prolonging disappointment in this country and the systems that don't protect black people. And they especially do not protect black women, cis women and trans women. Just women. no protection. Yes. It's no protection. It's 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 too, too much. much my frail little body and then I get and then who's leading the fight and who's organizing this these strong black women who are at the same time I don't know what what sorcery they are using that they are able to process this act organize communicate keep their bodies functioning amidst this I don't Get it, but we are so blessed yes, to have them leading so, us. Yes, so, so, so blessed. Thank you so much for listening to this segment here. You'll be able to hear the full episode with me and Tessa as we discuss uh, love and basketball and more things in a few weeks. That'll be out in a few weeks. Uh, thank you for continuing to listen to the show and... You know, be good to yourself and keep on fighting the good fight. I love y'all. Thank you.